Cobras and Fire is proud to present Slobber Knockers, a show where three fans get off the couch and on the mic to talk all things NFL football. Plus, we make our own picks for this week's games every week. Featuring your hosts from the Talk To Me podcast, Joshua Toomey, from the Disciples of the Watch podcast, Gene Vogel, and me, Baco. Welcome to Slobber Knockers from Cobras and Fire, a Pantheon Network, a weekly show where three just regular Joes just put the mic, get off the couch and get on the mic and talk about football. But today we only got two. We're we're uh, we're a gene short of uh, gene shorts. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's just listen nice. to that. Anyway, uh, my name is Baco, of course, uh, one of the co-hosts of Cobras and Fire. And with me, as always, is Joshua Toomey from the Talk Toomey podcast. And like I just mentioned, we are sans Gene Vogel. He is uh, he has left us for the uh, I don't know, the, the sunny shores of Palm Springs, California. Toomey, how are you this uh, this evening? I'm doing well, man. The last time I took a vacation, we went to uh, Universal Studios, and I still did my Twitch live stream. So, I mean, you know, mm. what, what, what? Why can't he join us this week? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I, I, exactly what I was thinking too. It's like, you know, I mean, I'm on vacation next week, and I've already blocked out the time on Tuesday to make sure that I will be there for slobber knockers. But I <laughs> uh, no, yeah, priorities, G- man. Gene and his wife are uh, celebrating their 20th anniversary, according to what his wife said on Facebook. So, congratulations to those two. Uh, I think we can. Uh, I think the two of us can manage this today. I think we'll be all right. Uh, but man, I wanted to hit you all right off the bat. You know, you 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 are a, a Vikings fan through and through. You know, and you've had the evil empire Green Bay Packers in your division for mm. as long as you've been alive. And they've been yes. good for a very long Longer time. Longer than I've been alive, yeah. Yeah, so they've been very good for very long. Yeah. So, sure. you know, the Titans, uh, you know, AFC South started in 2002, you know, kind of became an instant rival. They've always tend to be good. You know, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, they've always, Fair you enough. know, they, they've had, you know, the, the Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre kind of effect. And they, they, they've been good for a very long time. And so now that our teams, the Vikings and Titans, have been good, it's like it's like you you know you, we've we've beaten the Colts now five straight times, which you know Andrew Luck never lost to the Titans. He was eleven and zero against the Titans. So we know hmm. the losing wow. side. Wow. So now we're on the winning side, and so anytime that Titans fans go into the Colts chat and talk some smack, all the Colts fans go well. Well, how many Lombardies do you have? And we're like, dude, that Lombardi was 2006. <laughs> Peyton Manning. Like, you guys have had 15 starting quarterbacks since then. Uh, I think I you see know. where this is going. And then, and then I'm assuming now that the Vikings are doing well, you know, and you talk some smack, I'm, I'm almost positive Packer fans are like, where are your championships at? Because that's the only thing they have to go to. In my entire life, that has always been well. Not my entire life. I I, I want to preface this. This is one hundred percent true. I don't even know if I mentioned this in in a, off the cuff in a previous episode of this. I met my first lifelong Packer fan in nineteen ninety three. I literally never knew anybody that gave a fuck about the Packers. Living in Minnesota, an hour from the border, my entire life. 
they were basically an, an afterthought. They were a team that we played twice a year. Lynn Dickey was their quarterback. They played half of their games as recently as 1996 in Milwaukee because Lambeau Field is Mecca. So for most of my life, well, the, 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 actually now I'm so old that it, it's about 50-50. <laughs> uh, but, but for, the, for the, the early, the first 10 years of me watching football, um, Green Bay, did, Wisconsin gave so much, little, they gave so little thought to about the Packers that half of their games had to be played in a baseball stadium Four hours south or however far away Milwaukee is, two, three hours. The point being is that we all talk about Lambeau Field as this place that's always been a shrine, always been all this stuff. And I'm telling you, no, it hasn't. No. And uh, it wasn't until Reggie White, Brett Favre, and this 30-year run of being this, you know, a team that had one of the two best quarterbacks of all time uh, taking the ball from center that suddenly – and then – it was everywhere. It was like, yeah, I've been a fan my whole life. Yeah, go fucking pack. Smack. But, and they're just the worst. They're just horrible, horrible human beings. And and they're in your face. But, and that's always like, I remember like being just jacked about like, yeah, Viking fans, you get you guys in Minnesota, you leave early. You you give up. You give up all the time. We're not like that. We're not like that. And then I went to a, 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 a Viking Packer game. And with 10 minutes left in a f- six-point game, Packer fans were just milling out. And I'm like, <laughs> I swear that dude was just giving me shit in the bathroom at halftime. Uh, yeah, there, it's just there's nothing there, man. It's just like, oh, uh, where are your Super Bowls? I'm like, well, okay, well, if it's all about that, then yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, you, you can't compete until you get one, um, and only one. You, you've gotten one each with two Hall of Fame quarterbacks in 30 years, which is two more than the Vikings have ever. Uh, I'm, but to me, the comeback there is like, oh, so I, I should only root for a team if they win the Super Bowl, and then I root for them. I should just just wait till they win and then follow them. Well, no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. Well, what's your fucking point then? I've been a lifelong Viking fan. I'm not going to fucking jump off the bandwagon and leave with 10 minutes left to go in the fourth quarter like you fucking posers who didn't fucking exist in my world until 1993. Is that the answer you're looking for? Yeah, kind of. I mean, it's been funny the last few days with the... Uh, you know, they 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 posted the renderings of the new Titan Stadium and mm, and obviously nice. people that go walking you know getting into the comments like well they, at least they don't have to you know display their championship banners and things like that you know everybody's always got to throw that out there but you know the Titans have been a very consistent team and uh it's, it's just nice to have a couple of game lead over the Colts and uh my my predictions were not right that they would fire the coach but they did basically fire the quarterback mm. and and uh after a long uh, they said after a long discussion with the GM, the coach, and the owner, uh, they came to the decision that they were going to bench Matt Ryan for Sam Ellinger, a sixth-round draft pick from a couple of years ago. <laughs> so I'm assuming they're just tanking for Bryce Young or Hendon Hooker, or one of the you know good quarterbacks in college. It could be, or maybe they watched Matt Ryan uh, footage and said, well, <laughs> um, uh, l- l- let's shift into that a little bit because there does seem to be like – Overall, quarterback play like um, is down this year. 
Yeah. As far as like rankings, I think there's only four quarterbacks that have a, uh, a quarterback ranking above 100. And that's that's significantly lower than, than it's been. I hope that's because of like like basically preseason now, they just teams don't play anybody unless they're super young. Um, and maybe that that's what we're seeing here, because like I think Kirk Cousins is having one of his best seasons as a Viking, but st- statistically he's having one of his worst years. Uh, right. But but he's he's doing things that like he didn't do in the past. Basically, the, uh, the Vikings are the number one team in the league scoring in the last four minutes of the first court, first half and the second half, and they're also one of the least penalized teams. Those two things you know have to be a factor in that stuff. But going back to the quarterback stuff, we're seeing Aaron Rodgers basically look pretty inept, and that's taking my Viking horns off for a second there. Uh, <laughs> Tom Brady, look at the Bucks, man. They've lost back-to-back weeks against teams that we don't think are any fucking good. Uh, right. And you just talked about the Colts benching Matt Ryan. I mean, I am borderline Hall of Famer, whatever you want to say. And we've, I've, I've spent basically the, the entire... Uh, first six, seven episodes of Slobberknockers talking about the whole situation in Denver with Russell Wilson. Maybe we're finally seeing it kind of like this true changing of the guard. Tom Brady, go home. Aaron Rodgers, please, please <laughs> go home. Um, and the weird thing is that like the, the Vikings are five and one, but the only game that we actually looked like we were, we could, we were the better team from beginning to end was against green Bay. And now I'm thinking, well, they're not any fucking good. So maybe that was why we look so dominant against them. I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing that's scary about that is is you're like we lost the first game of the year to the Giants, and you're thinking you're like, wow, the Giants are a crap team. Mm-hmm. And you know, you can't believe you lost to that crap of a team, but then you now that they're what, five and one, six and one, you're like, Well, maybe they're actually not that bad and you lost to a good team. You know, Titans are four and two now. Uh, a couple of game lead in the division. Um, we do have a murderer's row of games. We actually, on paper, before the season started, this the upcoming games after this Sunday, uh, you know, looked pretty rough. With with you know, we have Green Bay, we've got uh, Kansas Win. City, which I'm not Win. really sure the quarterback is there anymore. <laughs> um, you know, Cincinnati, I think's in there. I got a message from Cincinnati. Gerback is still on the roster. At, in oh, Kansas nice, City. good for him. Yeah. I'm glad he's still hanging around. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the uh, you know the beginning of the season it looked rough, and then now it's like it's it's still going to be bad, but it's not as bad. But you know there's 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 only a few a handful of decent quarterbacks out there, and I think it begins and ends with uh, you know Josh Allen and and uh, Gerback or uh, whoever's in Kansas City. <laughs> Kansas City really needs to get that figured out, but uh, one of these days. Yeah, no, the strength of schedule. I've been uh, basically probably since I well, you know, started paying attention to all that stuff. I've been saying it for, for for a long time. It is the dumbest statistic because it's always based on the previous year and things change so much. Yeah. I mean, this this season just is out of control, and it's one of the reasons the NFL is is number one is because like a team like the Giants or the fuck, let's say it, the Vikings, man. We're, we look way better than I think any really diehard fan would have would have objectively actually said. So I, I'll take it. 
And that that's kind of the way that goes. Yeah, we're, we're back. Nothing's changed since last week. Philly uh, has got to be the the dominant view, be viewed as a dominant team in, in the NFC. And then you got uh, Kansas City and Buffalo. And after that, it's like this middle chunk of teams that you know, from Tennessee to Minnesota to uh, the Giants, Dallas. All it's just. Anybody can fucking kind of do it. You could you could make your top ten list, and it would be one, two, three, and then four through ten would be like just shuffle however you want. Right. Yeah. I mean, that was the thing I listened to. I was listening to a, a national show on Sunday we, night. We all know it's Pat McAfee. I'm just kidding. No, he's on a Sunday night. Well, it was, show. Like, it was on Sunday night, so it was it was whatever. They the. the uh, Westwood One's football ball. Oh, right. <laughs> do you, you know, but it was... Like, just on Westwood One real quick. Do you like that guy who, at every break, <laughs> talks like this? And Westwood One is brought to you by Dove Soap. Dove. Not just for women. Barbasol. That's the yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, Barbasol. Yeah. <laughs> the close yeah, shave. Actually, they, they were, there was, uh, there was the, one of the shows I listened to in Nashville. They interviewed that guy. And they they still talk about how that's one of the worst interviews they've ever done because he's just reading from a script. He doesn't really have a personality. And <laughs> but he sat down and he really didn't have much of a personality. He just has a good voice. But the 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 moral of the story was that they were talking about the like basically teams one, two, and three are pretty easy, you know, in whatever order Bills, Chiefs, uh, Eagles. Yeah. And then they were they were talking about number four. Uh, you know, four in each conference or whatever, and basically it was a fight between the Titans and the Vikings. And I'm like, oh, really? I'm like, oh, on, on a national was, show, okay? Because I would yeah. say, like, if it's a, like a local Minnesota show, yeah, the Vikings are number four. You go to New York, it's like, oh, it's the Giants. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, I can't. Uh, I mean, you go to Dallas. Dallas is clearly the fourth best team oh. in the NFC. You know, I mean, yeah, it was it, it was one of those deals where. I still I still don't love this Titans team, even though they've won four in a row. And I would much rather win four in a row ugly than lose four in a row ugly. Like I was watching the Steelers game the other night, and it's just mm. bad football. And, and it's just like, oh. But you know, I, I so so yeah. I, I it's it's like you know, um, you know, first world problems. Right. <laughs> Having winning games ugly, I guess, is a first world problem. I, I will tell you this, uh, from my perspective, this is the Titans being Titans. They just do this every year. They slug along, and, and yeah. they end up being one of the better teams in the league. I I think Vrabel, um, I, I'm going to, you know, he doesn't have the wins, but I, I like him better than Belichick, and we're starting to see uh, some fun happening there over in New England with uh uh, I don't even know what the Bailey Zappy was like singing along to uh, Stacy's mom. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> look out, look out, Zach Wilson. Uh, <laughs> they're not. Well, too... the, the, I was thinking about this today with with Vrabel, and if Vrabel had like a like an actual squad of good players at every position, let's I, just I, say I, it. If he had one of the three best quarterbacks in the league, or that, you yeah. know, but. I, th- I think I think Tannehill is serviceable. I sure. don't think Tannehill, Tannehill's weapons aren't, aren't aren't all that great. Like if he had, you know, Miami's weapons, you know, uh, speed all over the field and all that nonsense. I mean, we're really rolling out Robert Woods 
at like, you know, his 11th year in the season, 11th year, an undrafted free agent from a couple of years ago in Nick Westbrook Akine, which are household names, I'm sure. Hmm. And then a couple of practice squad guys, you know, even if, even if, you know, uh, uh, Justin Jefferson and uh, Thielen up there, you know, like those, the, even like that caliber of, of player, <laughs> but but uh, you know, just like just even some that, actual weapon. even that level, huh? <laughs> you know, no, but I'm saying like you know, Justin Jefferson's obviously good. Yeah. You know, he he, he should probably right. maybe not celebrate touchdowns when he's not even in the end zone. That would probably be a good idea. Oh yeah, but, he's uh, the only player that fucking. And now you sound like Sinzak talking about fucking Chris Collins were saying something nice about this guy Josh Allen. That's my Collinsworth. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think Justin Justin Jefferson's uh, got a he's he's he's, he's going to be okay. He can uh, make a roster for a couple more years. Uh, yeah, he'd be he'd be I feeling though. I got to tell you, I'm a little worried. I think he's starting to look because uh, uh, every season up to this, I every it, when we had Thielen and Diggs, and we'd see like these these receiver tandems, they would always focus on Diggs or Jefferson, and then say, "Well, Thielen's kind of a nice, but he's not as good." I'm like. No, I mean, I mean that that guy was. I think Thielen has really been undervalued nationally uh, for most of his career until this year. I think, uh, and again, who knows, man? I like, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm probably one of the brightest uh, NFL minds on this program, but not, not in in general. Uh, so I don't know how uh, if if he's just not being thrown to, or if he's just not getting open. I don't even know. I just, uh, I just know it doesn't seem the same. All right, buddy. Well, let's get into the picks this week. What do you say? Let's do it. All right. Starting this Thursday, we have uh, the the Baltimore Ravens heading into Tampa Bay. And we just got done kind of talking about how uh, Tom Brady is just whatever. The, the Bucks are three and four, um, and they're looking to go, I think, three and five. So I'm not going to say much more than that. It's just another one of these old guard things. I'm kind of actually looking forward to seeing some of these old bastards just get out of the way and and let old bastards like us ha- have a chance. What do you got here? <laughs> yeah, man, I, after after their big uh, 21 to 3 loss to the Carolina Panthers, I mean, the the NFL th- this this whole trying to pick games each week is damn near impossible. Carolina uh, and Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh they were like a a 12 point favorite. <laughs> Jesus. Insane. But yeah, I will pick uh, the Baltimore Ravens. And Carolina team. just got rid of their only player, fired their 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 coach. Oh my God! You thought this was the get well pick? So you, I, you're, I'm sorry, I, I stepped on you. You're picking the Ravens. Yes, sir. All right. Um, Gene has Tampa winning this one, uh, so we'll see what goes on there. Uh, then we have Denver, my favorite team, heading to Jacksonville. Denver two and five, going to Jacksonville two and five. The fact that Denver has to travel a couple time zones. Are they even? Uh, is uh, Mark? This is in. Uh, this is in uh, London. The, oh, this is the. Oh, nice. Well, so, so as uh, everybody likes to just repeat and regurgitate as I get to wit over the pond across the pond. Uh, I still pick Jacksonville here. Uh, man. Much as I don't want to pick Jacksonville in this one, I do believe that Jacksonville is the better team. I, I don't know what's going on with the Broncos. Uh, the, Russell Wilson just just robbed Walmart blind on this one. Mm, and is he even playing because of that 
I don't know if it's Mark Rippin's kid, but a, a quarterback with a last name Rippin uh, started for <laughs> the last, last week. week. Yeah, I, I I have no clue. So, yeah, I'll go Jacksonville on this one. All right, up next we have Carolina Panthers just fucking riding the high of beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, and coming in with the 2-5 and five record, taking on the division leader, the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> Uh, well, technically tied with Tampa, right? Because uh, whatever. I'm taking the Falcons on this one. Uh, the the um, fighting Mariotas. Yeah, the, you, you can't go wrong with the fighting Mariotas. But uh, yeah, Mariotas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll take the Falcons on this one too. I I, I think the, Carol- the Carolina got like a bounce back, fired the coach, fired a couple players game, and they all oh. went crazy. And then now that they're 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 going to come back down to earth and. And, and Marcus and the boys down there. Marcus and all the former Titans coaches down, down there are going to do well. And who's playing quarterback for Carolina? Uh, I honestly uh, don't PJ know. Walker still? Okay, fair enough. Uh, yeah, so catching Gene up. He, he did have Jacksonville like us, and he's picking Atlanta. Um, his pick in this next uh, game, according to his text, is Salas. Salas. <laughs> I'm not familiar with Salas, but the Chicago Bears... Uh, they just kind of like uh, put Bailey Zappi in his place and uh, reminded Mac Jones that he probably still shouldn't be playing, and they're heading to Dallas. Um, go ahead. Uh, what do you got here? I mean, I watched a little bit of that game uh, with the Bears and the Patriots, and the Bears you know, didn't look too terrible. Uh, there w- it was kind of bad weather, though, and it was slippery, mm. so... Uh, Chicago does seem to play very well in those kind of kind of games, and you know this, this is a, a domed stadium where Dallas plays. So, man, I, I, I want to go against the grain on this one and pick the Bears, but I, I just don't know if I can. You know what? I will. I will pick the Bears in this one. Mm, wow, uh, Gene did ask that I specifically apologize to the listeners that he didn't catch in the weather forecast that it was going to be foggy or rainy or whatever it was going on in. Uh, uh, New England yesterday, but uh, I too am going to pick the Dallas Cowboys and I hate them and I think both these teams are fucking frauds and I just I don't know, whatever Dallas should win this one and I will say that uh, his text was probably Cialis Gene uses a lot of Cialis and he went to write Dallas and his phone was like do you mean Cialis? Like you normally text Gene? Nice. <laughs> well, uh, the, the Miami Dolphins, they got two of back. Everything went okay last week, and now they're heading to Detroit. I'm going to say this about Detroit. I watched a little bit of the Detroit-Dallas game, and it was still close. It was like 6-3, to three, and uh, Detroit had a big play that got them damn near in the end zone, and uh, they showed a replay like going into commercials, so they had plenty of time to look at it. All I remember is like this is the most Detroit moment ever. Anyway, they didn't call the touchdown. They correctly did not call it a touchdown, but they put the ball. The spot was garbage. It should have been about a pin needle away from the goal line, and it was just—it was almost a two-yard loss. And but you know, but they're close enough. I think it was what the coach was thinking, and they didn't challenge it. And literally in that moment, I thought this seems like one of those Detroit moments where that decision not to fucking do that just comes back to fuck you. And sure enough, they don't challenge it. Uh, they fumble on the first play. Dallas at the ball at the one-yard line. Um, so uh, sorry about that. But, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I think uh, I think 
I remember when Detroit lost to the Vikings, I think it was week three, and they went to one and two. I said, it seems like Detroit is starting to, like everybody thought Detroit might be back. They, they almost beat the Eagles and they won in week two, and then they lose in the most Detroit fashion to Minnesota in a game they should have won, I have to admit. Uh... I think Detroit is just done. I, I, their coach might actually get fired during the season this year. Uh, wow. So, yeah, I got the Miami Dolphins and their their uh, Jeffrey Dahmer rapist-looking coach taking another win here. <laughs> I think the uh, the Dolphins, man, I watched the majority of that uh, Dolphins-Steelers game, and the Dolphins should not have been so close in that game. They should have been up 30 the way that they were playing. And, and I guess... You know, if Pittsburgh had held on to a couple of interceptions, they might have even just outright won that game. But uh, it, it was crazy that that Miami was having so much success, kind of between the twenties, but they couldn't wrap it up and get <laughs> it into the end zone. And then there was that boneheaded play towards the end where he, they were up six and they passed on a field goal to make it a two-score game, and they 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 didn't get the fourth down conversion. And I was just like, man, that just should, that should have doomed the Dolphins right there to lose 17-16 or whatever. But they ended up picking off Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett's, mm. and uh, all that good stuff. So his last name is going to come back to haunt him in his NFL career. Yeah, there's Kenny Pickett's, and then they, they have like Pickens on the team, like like <laughs> Pickett's to Pickens. He's no Bailey Zappy. No, Bailey Zappi. Uh, yeah, so, but I'll still pick the Miami Dolphins in this one. Yeah, and that's who Gene picks, too. So uh, Then we got uh, the, the Las Vegas Raiders heading down to the Big Easy. Uh, or the, I'm sorry, should, should we go with uh, uh, the Sun City? Uh, <laughs> New Orleans, the, the Saints. Um, I think, man, you, you talk about two teams that, well, one, I didn't think that the... The Saints hype at the beginning of the year, I didn't, I didn't get. Like, uh, it just seemed like a change of the coach, and the team not getting any better would not be a sign of success. Uh, I, I, I never was a big believer in Jameis Winston, um, but the Raiders, man, they've been disappointing as hell. But I'm picking them this week. Yeah, I can't. I, it's funny seeing them two and four. I would have not not assumed that they were two and four. Uh, actually, both of these teams, two and four Raiders versus the two and five Saints. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that is crazy. Um, Devonte Adams having a great year, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. Good, good thing you left Aaron Rodgers. Um, hmm. the sti- I'm the sti- statistically, yes. Oh. He's on my fantasy team, so I do appreciate that. Right on. Um, I'm going to go, yeah, I have to go Raiders on this one. <laughs> I thought you were going to flip Gene's coin for this one. Um, all right. Uh, Gene has the Saints. Uh, so, by the way, you can't sit, you can't spell stain without Saints. So, just, hmm. uh, just so you know. Or you can't spell Saints without stain. Anyway, bad joke. Uh, New England uh, heading to the New York Jets. Surprisingly, the Jets are what? They're fucking five and five two. Five and two. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I just can't see it happen carrying on here. What do you think is going on here? Well, I think the Jets are playing well and the Patriots are playing bad. I mean, that's the that's, Ooh, that's, that's crazy. That's a hot you would, take. You, hot you would take. you would think that it would come crashing down, but you know the Jets would come crashing down and the Patriots would come back to normal. But maybe this is the new normal. Mm. Mm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I. I 
you want to pick this is one of those you pick the team over like the current you pick the franchise over the current team how about that that's that, that's why you want to pick the Patriots here not a lot but, of star uh, power in this game no no so I will pick the Jets in this one though I think uh I, d- yeah, I disagree gonna... with you a little bit. I think the Patriots had one bad game and actually had a couple pretty good ones with Bailey Zappi. And Zappi looked good <laughs> against the Bears until they pulled him out. Um, and then he sat in the sideline saying Stacy's mom. I, man, I'm still, look, I'm sure Giants and Jets fans are probably saying the same thing about the Vikings. I just can't buy into them. Uh, I'm sticking with the Patriots in this one. And uh, Gene has, before I go, he has a J-E-T-S, Jets. He said it like that. So uh, he's with you. All right, Timmy, uh, your, your boys, the Steelers, are heading into their uh, state rivals. Uh, they only play once every four years, the, the Philadelphia Eagles. I think I know who you're picking, but go for it. Oh, man. This is a tough one here, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with the Eagles on this one. This is not even a this is not even a close one. Yeah, me and Gene had the same pick. Uh, I, I'm sticking with it. Uh, I think you said it on the week that uh, we stepped aside uh, and went to Nick Mason, but I'm not picking against Philadelphia until they lose and, and start to see some cracks in it. I'm impressed. Oh my God, with almost everything about Jalen Hurts, proving me wrong, and I I think that's that's okay. All right. So then we have the Washington Commanders. Boy, they're just coming hot off the heels of their big victory against the uh, Green Bay Packers, going against your boys, the Indianapolis Colts, who have that. Well, I'm sorry. I already forgot the name of the the quarterback that's replacing Matt Ryan. Sam Ellinger. Yeah. Former former University of Texas quarterback. Oh, Longhorn. Hmm. Okay. Uh, And I... Has he actually is he's not a rookie? Didn't if I remember what you just said. Well, he became. I think he's a second year player. Okay. Um, I think the Commanders get to take this one. I also think the Commanders take this one because the Indianapolis Colts are a travesty to football. Uh, like I said earlier, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, you know. Yeah, as, you as know what? You as, you have a very much like a uh, Favre to Rogers thing. You have yeah. the Manning to uh, Andrew Luck, but uh, Andrew Luck at least like bailed out at, like before he hit thirty. Uh, still, that it, was it a, scars you for life. You, yeah, you just kind of wonder what would have happened, you know, had Andrew Luck stayed. But uh, he was on something the other day, and he looks terrible. He looks homeless, but uh, he looked terrible good, good when he was him. drafted. Um, True, one of the ugliest people I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I take. So I think much his joy. wife does not actually love him. That's how ugly he is. Love, loves that I, bank account. I take so much joy <laughs> in seeing so much dysfunction up there at the Indianapolis Colts because, I mean, in all honesty, if you and I want, want uh, of all of the team owners, we would probably want Jim Irsay as our owner because he's got the big rock and roll. Hall of Fame collection, and you know, he's always buying. You know, he bought the Kurt Cobain smells like teen spirit guitar and you know he owns the imagine piano and and like he has he, he he's a big music guy too and you know when they were in town when the colts came to play the titans he he went the night before he went to a concert at the ryman auditorium and you know, he's all into music 
Yeah. But uh, he has a terrible football team, and uh, he's, <laughs> he's a terrible human being. And his dad's and, a piece uh, of shit. Just yeah. ask your uh, your co-host. Uh... Oh, wait, no, I'm going. Bra- oh, yeah. Yeah, that, <laughs> the other wrong, way. I'm sorry. Baltimore. Ask, yeah. Ask your co-host diehard fans of Baltimore's friends. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of, uh, yeah, they, well, the Cleveland went to Baltimore after the, the whatever. Everybody gets the joke. I got you. Uh, yes, I, I picked the Commanders, which I'm actually surprised that they're they're kind of the the less picked uh, you know, teams in this in this matchup. But whatever. Especially with all the bullshit going on with the Colts. But uh, and if I didn't mention it, uh, Gene also picks uh, the Washington Commanders. So then we have uh, New York uh, going to C- Seattle. Now this the East Coast to the West Coast is typically easier on the team than, than vice versa. And again, I still don't know why. I, I have flown around this country myself, and I have not been a million-dollar athlete who never had an open door and got to sleep in the nicest beds all the time. Why it's so hard? But that said, I think Seattle wins this one. Geno Smith, uh, he he has the horseshoe going a little bit, so he's going to carry it one more week. The Geno Smith uh, revenge tour continues. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> the revenge. Yeah, because he was a former uh, Charger, and now he was also a former Giant. So, we'll uh, we'll, we'll stick with the uh, this, the Seahawks here. Did you pa- did you miss the 49ers Rams? I just did trying to find Gene's uh, pick on this one, so uh, we'll go back to that here in a second. Gene uh, uh, picks the Giants, and you pick the, uh, the the Seahawks. Okay, all right. Then we go back to uh, San Francisco, uh, basically just hopping on a bus. Uh, how long of a car ride is it from San Fran to L.A.? Is it uh, 45 minutes? Uh, uh, I do believe, it, I believe it's six hours if I if I do my math correctly. All right. Well, uh, once Google Maps tells you, I'm going to pick the, the Niners. Uh, man, this is a who cares game. Um <laughs> I will pick the Rams because yeah, like who wants to win the NFC West? All these teams are just kind of sitting there. (laughs) Uh, Gene also has the oh no, you had the Rams. See, Gene had the Forty Niners. Oh, are you good, good for Gene? Are you googling it? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) All right, we're gonna just uh, sit here while. uh, Josh Toomey tells me how long it takes to drive from San Francisco to Los Angeles. I do believe it's about six hours because I think I looked into it mm. uh, once talking. I know it's not 45 minutes, like I said, but because uh, I think they actually basically everything north of L.A. they call Northern California, and it's like three quarters of the state. <laughs> I don't know. My phone's in the, my phone's not working here. All right, fair enough. Anyway, we have uh, Green Bay, thankfully, coming off a loss to another horrible fucking team. Uh, the Redskins going to Buffalo. If it's okay, I would just like to relish in, in this for a second. Uh, who knows? Maybe uh, Aaron Rodgers just basically told everybody on his team that, other than him, they're, they're not worthy of being on the football field and they should not be playing. Um, that's got to be a way to just pull everybody together, right? <laughs> you know, it's like, let's go, team. Uh, they're heading to Buffalo, and they're going to be three and fucking six, and I or three and five. I love it. Um, Buffalo wins this one. 
Yeah, I've got Buffalo in this one too. I, I don't see any uh, any way that the Packers win this one. Um, currently, it would take you six and a half hours to get from LA to San Francisco on the five, but there is an accident uh, near San Francisco that's adding about 14 minutes to the trip. Oh, currently. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right, and then before we get to the two headliners here, the last game we have are the the, the Battle of Ohio. The Bengals heading to uh, Cleveland. I'm a, what you got here, Josh? Oh man! After the Titans game on on Sunday, they switched us over to the Ravens and the Browns, and uh, man, rough. As much as as much as my co-host on the Talk to Me podcast, Chris Aiken, loves the Cleveland Browns. That is a rough team to to to, to try to watch and try to kind of even slightly root for. Um, 93% picking the Bengals in this one. I'll, I will go with the home team, the Browns. They do they do get up for the Bengals, and they do uh, tend to uh, play well. Nice. I don't think things are going to be good for the Browns when uh, Deshaun even comes back. I got the, uh, the Bengals here, and so does Gene. So let's get to our two big games here. Which one do you want to go with first, Josh? Titans or Vikings? Uh, we can go ahead and do the Titans and Texans because this is uh, this is actually the biggest uh, margin of uh, picked or whatever ninety five to five percent. Nice ninety five percent of the America picking the Tennessee Titans to handle the one four and one Houston Texans. Uh, Houston is one of those kind of bugaboo teams for us that you know we kind of split with them. Um, they did come into Nissan Stadium last year and beat us when they were just a dumpster fire, but. And, well, I will say this. I mean, if, if Ryan Tannehill, who did get hurt in the game uh, Sunday, if he doesn't go, then we got starter Malik Willis out there. So uh, that, I think that <laughs> the, the greatest quote from uh, local radio was was uh, um, Coach Mack, who's who's our, our play-by-play guy. Someone asked him, you know, what the difference is between Ryan Tannehill and Malik Willis. And they said not much. Both of them can hand the ball to Ryan, uh, to Derrick Henry. And I was like, oh, that sounds about right um, in this game. So, yeah, I'll still pick Tennessee. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to pick the Texans in this one. But, you know, division game, you always got to keep, keep an eye out and keep your head on a swivel in those games. Fair enough. Yeah, division games tend to be closer than you... Closer than you would think when it's a good team versus a bad team. It happens in pretty much every every division across the league. Um, yeah, what you said, ninety five percent were picking Tennessee. Yeah, one hundred percent of the hosts of Slobber Knockers are picking Tennessee, and uh, I think you summed it up fair enough. Then we have the Vikings uh, back off the the bye week, um, feeling pretty good. Other than that, uh, a backup uh, right guard was arrested in in Miami coming out. I don't know, slapping some girl around. So I don't know if he's going to be on the team by the time we talk next week. But that said, I don't think that's a big enough of a distraction. I do think the Vikings handle the Cardinals. But they are kind of a scary team. As as bad as they play at times, Kyler Murray can kind of be kind of that guy that like, oh, as long as you keep it close, suddenly he runs for 85 yards and and does something goofy. But I still think the Vikings are they're, they're finding a way to do what they need to do when they need to do it. They do kind of crap out uh, at times, and maybe that's just part of the offense learning its way. That's what I'm hoping for. And the defense, I don't know. I got to tell you, uh, Patrick Peterson looks, a former Cardinal, looks better than he ever, ever looked last year with the Vikings. And, uh, and it just seems like they got a couple things figured out. I think definitely enough to to beat Arizona this week, and so I have the Vikings winning this one. 
yeah, the Vikings going to handle this one. The, the only scary part is DeAndre Hopkins being back. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's real. Know, he still has. You know, and he looked Hopkins. good in his first week back. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's he he was when he was with the Texans, he was a Titan killer. Uh, you know, there for a while when it was him and JJ Watt, Deshaun Watson, and all those guys down there. But uh, ever since all those guys have departed, um, been a much different story. <laughs> but DeAndre JJ Hopkins Watt, still, a Cardinal now. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he's Arizona playing, Texas. but I do think he helped build the house for somebody. Um, so, well, he did have to get his heart shocked back into place so he could play the next day or some nonsense. You know, he's and he's, he's so upset the- that people found out about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, what an idiot! I'm tired of people finding out what a fighter I am. <laughs> man, man, it's like I'm sorry you all found out that the, the hottest girl in my high school had sex with me. Um. Yeah, that wasn't how I wanted that to come out at all, man. Right. Yeah. Uh, Subway. <laughs> Eat fresh. <laughs> Eat fresh. <laughs> this episode of Slobber Knockers is brought to you. <laughs> so anyway, what what is your pick? Uh, did you say it? You got the Vikes. Oh yeah, got the Skull Vikes. And as of course does Gene. Well, uh, this is uh, what we're on week eight now of Slobber Knockers. So. Uh, I got nothing else, man. Skull, bitch. Tighten up. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.